You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Welcome to Sports Day with Gary Belcher and Scott Sattler. A couple of footy legends covering all things sport. For Kia, the all-new Kia Sorento has landed. And Red Energy for 100% Australian electricity and gas. Is it that time of the day already, Badge? Wednesday afternoon. Welcome Here to we Sports Day. Gary Belcher and Jason Matthews are in for the holidaying Satsy. He'll be back in about a week's time. How are you, Badge? I'm going pretty good, thank you, Jace. A bit more uh, around today, around the, um, we, we mentioned last night, the draw for mm. NRL Round 1. I mm. think they're going to release the entire draw Tomorrow, if they can, but uh, we know what round one looks like and, and uh, about a few matches that are going to go to the bush as well. Are you happy with the uh, the first game to kick off the season on the uh, Thursday, March haven't, 11? I haven't looked at it that much because I'm still um, coming to terms with SAS Australia last night. Yeah, you love that show. Good. I did. I think it was very, very well done. Were you happy with the result? Yeah, I was. I was. Three, three of the uh, 17 contestants were, uh, I guess... You wouldn't say inducted, but is this a spoiler alert? Should we? No, no, everyone knows. Do they? Yeah. What if they it taped it and wanted to go home and watch it tonight? Well, is you're 24 hours period? too late. Is there a period for spoiler alerts now? Because everyone streams stuff and watch it whenever they can. Is there a certain period where you can finally say, "Well, blah blah blah," one? You know, I don't want I don't want someone to ruin Married at First Sight for me. You know, if 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 a couple splits up, I want to be able to watch it myself. Badge. Can I mention who won the block on Sunday night? It's Wednesday. Is that all right now? Yeah. No. Is, yeah uh, what are you saying, Woogie? It happened I think, last I think, night. I think there should be it's 48 hours. I think there should be 48 hours. Merrick Watts, Nick Cummins, <laughs> and Sabrina Frederick all got care. through and won. James yeah. Magnuson, that was the big story for me. He actually completed the whole course. Yeah. But at the end, the, uh, the, the SAS guys got together and went, what do you think? Oh, I don't know. What do you think? Oh, I don't think I'll take him through. <laughs> And uh, and decided to to uh, send him on his way. And did they make him listen to babies crying or something? Yeah, there was some. That's uh, torture. There, there was some <laughs> screeching <laughs> noise, and they were, and they didn't sleep for about a day, and they put him through some really horrific stuff. The last five or so contestants, yeah. They didn't make him listen to Bet Midler or anything like that, did they? Because that that'll do me. I'll be out. I'll be. I go. I can't handle this torture anymore. Everyone's got music they hate. I've you know I've got some friends that years ago said to me. We can't stand Jimmy Barnes. I went, what? 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 Cole, Jimmy Barnes? And everyone I know was into Barnsy. Yes, can't, of course. No, no, I don't like the way he screeches and squeals. Like, and I never, I've never gotten over it. I, I just Did couldn't. you ditch him as friends? No, no. We're still, they're still <laughs> friends. Well, I haven't talked to him about it ever since. But I don't play any Barnsy. I tell you. Hey, what music? Do you, what, Which what, artist? What oh, Bette Midler. I can't stand But she doesn't. It. You know who I can't stand? a regular stand? singer. The Whitlams. Boring. Absolutely. You know another one? Oh, I think no, we've talked about this You've got heaps of this, Woogie, because you you're very negative. Paul Kelly. I don't No, get it. no, no, don't. He's boring, One mate. song, you don't like 
how to make gravy, but he has got a Who thousand cares? great songs. No, they're not. He's Australia's Bob Dylan. He's the greatest singer. Don't Bob say you don't Dylan like Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan is another either. one I don't like I, as well. I actually went and saw Bob Dylan, oh, and I'd fun. always wanted to go and see him live, and I was such a big fan. Was is the operative was word it there? Bad? He was at Blues Fest. He took the piss out of everyone. He was up there singing stupid stuff in. Notes that it, no one could understand, and there was still a bunch of nuffies out the front who loved him, and that everything he did, they cheered. And I'm going, it's not even music. He's no. he's having a go at you. He didn't go and buy some cookies and nimbus oh, beforehand, think he, did he? Oh, one, I think he might have had it. One three hundred forty two fifteen thirty three. Who's the worst singer? Who could you torture? With their music. Someone's music that you just can't stand. You could use it on <laughs> SAS 2021 because it's back next year. Kiss. Good news from Channel Kiss. 6. Kiss. Overrated. Kiss, yeah. I, I couldn't listen to that. Absolutely overrated. But poor Kelly, the worst. No, I don't. Zero four double seven seven three six seven three six. You can shoot us a text as well. Um, I was going to talk about supporters, but we just had a quick chat before the show today, and I'm going... Badge, who are the worst supporters you've ever played in front no, of? No, you asked me last night. Oh, it did as well, didn't I? When but I, even before the when show. When I was in Brisbane, there were some pretty feral fans out at Ipswich when they, they used to play. the. Before they joined the competition, they used to play in some pre-season stuff and um, there was a lot of dramas out, out that way. Um, I'm not talking about Kevy and Elf and the boys <laughs> before their time. And there were some, some, uh, some of their players and their fans were just feral. I didn't live that far away from there, but... Um, they were terrible, and then when I went to to Sydney, um, Redfern Oval was uh, yeah that was a that was a great experience. Being as we left at half field at half time, leading and being spat on as we went up the tunnel. Jeez, they had good that hot dogs nice. at Redfern Oval. They jeez, the hot dogs there were the best when I was growing up. I tell you, Collingwood, they they win the premiership every year for the worst supporters. What the best? I love going to the cricket when the Barmy Army are there. They, have you been to a test match oh, with the Barmy Army? Yeah, well, no, I've been to a one-dayer oh. uh, at the MCG years ago with my wife and the Barmy Army were, were there in, in force. So Brilliant. Yeah, they are. They're great. 0477 You can shoot us a text about anything or jump on the phone, one three hundred forty two fifteen thirty three. Let's get to this. Sports Day, Sports Update. Yeah, Badge, as you said off the top, um, support localaustralianmade.com.au. Round one for 2021 has been released. Kicks off Thursday, March 11th. Yeah. Amy Park, Storm versus the Rabbitohs. You're worried, aren't you? Already. Playing the, playing the grand final winners. Uh, already. I, I just think... South Sydney. I, what I don't like, and we're talking about this off the air before as well, how they're already pitting coach against super coach versus super coach. Isn't it the players' badge who play the game? <laughs> no. Not Bellamy. I know it's ridiculous, but you know they they like to um to do that. Some trying to find an angle. Yeah. In the media, will uh, will Cameron Smith be out there for the Melbourne Storm? That's well, an interesting question. It is. Still it haven't is. heard anything. And yet. we don't know, despite the fact that some people we know, one that actually joins <laughs> us quite regularly, has been adamant he knows what Cam Smith's doing, even though Cam doesn't know what he's yeah. doing. I, a lot of people seem to think that, given that um, Harry Grant was so good the other night, that it might be Cam might have gone. You know what? I think my time is up. I know. I knew when. Well, it wasn't just because I had Brett Mullins and Kenny Nagus playing great footy at the Raiders. Um, Kenny coming up as a, a young fullback, Brett Mullins having to play out wide on the wing and stuff in in my last year in nineteen ninety three, and I knew that they were just ready to 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 come good, but. 
it's probably also the fact that the club stopped talking to me and wouldn't offer me a contract. <laughs> but, but yeah, yeah, I think there's a time comes when you go, you know, yeah, yeah, time's right. But the fact that he was chaired off Suncorp in the last home and away game, nothing, nothing in that. You don't, you don't read, think so? I know because I, I, I believe Craig Bellamy and Cameron Smith and those guys. They're honest people. That, but that, why would they? Chair probably, it, is probably going. No, they're not. But they are. He, big, Craig said. Because in case that's his last game at Suncorp, in case right, okay, we'll we'll just yeah. make a bit of a, a fuss about it. But of course, people read a lot into that. All right, going back to the uh, the draw for round one for next season, it looks pretty similar to how it's been uh, this year. We got the two Friday night games, the six o'clock and the seven fifty game. Uh, you'll see Newcastle Knights versus Canterbury. I'm looking forward to seeing the Bulldogs next year. A lot of new players going to yeah, that, that club. And they have. New coach, of course, Trent Barrett. Will he learn a lot from being at Penrith and Manly? Yeah, match? yeah, absolutely. And, you know, he's, it's his second time around, so he'll understand the, the tweaks he needs to make to the way he coaches. Uh, and being with a very successful club in Penrith who, who almost went all the way, what an amazing year they had, I think that'll be um, play a big role as well. I think they've got a... They made an astute purchase there, the Canterbury Bulldogs. The second game on the Friday night um, How about this? is the Broncos and Parramatta Eels. And, gee, the Eels have just put the cleaners through Brisbane in the last couple of seasons. So a chance for Broncos to step out and, and, and make a bit of a statement there and we'll get under Kevy Walters. We'll get to see... Um we we'll get to see where the Broncos are straight up, won't we, there? Mm. Um, getting some texts coming through on 0477-736-736. Guys, I can't stand Guy Sebastian. I, I don't I, I can't I can't I don't get the whole thing about Guy Sebastian. Oh, Is he it because sing. he's an Aussie? Are we more he lenient? Can sing. But are we more lenient on He's on not heavy Aussie? rock, you know, maybe. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. We're to all genres here, mate. Celine yeah. Dion, forget it. Forget yeah, but there, there's people that like Celine. She, you could torture people with that yeah. voice, <laughs> <laughs> right? Um, 0477 736 736, which uh, musical artists would you use to torture terrorists, uh, basically? Uh, this Saturday- one, Badge. Dylan is terrible live, correct? Tell your mate, there to give himself an uppercut. Paul Kelly is the ultimate singer-songwriter. As for Cam Smith, who really cares? That's from the Tweed Rabbit. The Tweed Rabbit? Nice. Um, let's get to the Saturday games, March 13, Warriors versus Titans. That is slated for Mount Smart Stadium, but that could change uh, due to COVID border restrictions. We don't know what's going to happen there yet. Uh, Roosters playing Manly in that middle game. Could be at the SCG. Again, subject to availability at the SCG. I could only think if that's a hangover for Sheffield Shield. Don't know. Yes. Maybe, maybe if New South Wales are playing a Shield there final. There you go. Good uh, work. Panthers versus North Queensland Cowboys. Jeez, that would be a good Sa- game. That's the well. late Saturday night game. And then two games on the Sunday. And I, lo- I don't. What do you think about the 4 o'clock and the 6.30 game on the Sunday, Badge? Well, well, they, they, I like it. I, I like do. it, especially early in the season when it can be a bit warmer. So they don't really want to play the 2 o'clock uh, game. So, yeah, they often go 4 o'clock. And that, that, that will be the Raiders and Tigers. And they've got a, a, a very good history. In fact, that's normally the Raiders' reunion Is it? Uh, whenever they play the Tigers. So I wonder if they do that in round one. And then the Sharks and Dragons, the, uh, the 6.30 game at Cogra. So the Sharks obviously still out of Cogra, that, that refurbishment yeah. of... Shark Park won't be done for another season or, or so. Yeah, I think it may be two seasons. Uh, the NRL today also announced they're going to the bush. Yes. New South Wales country towns. Uh, Bathurst for the Penny Panthers. That's a regular, isn't it? They, yeah, every they, they regularly do that and uh, they'll In be fact, back they, there again. They normally play the Raiders there. Yeah, oh, well, they've played I've a been, few different teams. Yeah, well, I've been there for two Raiders games. 
Have you? Uh, with the Panthers, and you know, it's not that far. Well, to they're travel. probably the closest. Yeah, well, absolutely. Yeah, Raiders going to Wagga. Raiders are going to Wagga. Yes, uh, they'll take a game there. There are a lot of Raiders fans in that area, aren't there? In in southern New South Wales. Oh, I'd Wales. imagine so. Yeah, yeah. and and, and the great call. great man Laurie Daly from down that way. Craig Bellamy was down from that way yeah, as right. well, okay. uh, just just south of there. Tigers at Tamworth. Who do you reckon? Would be the best match up there at Tamworth. Well, it'd have to be if the not the Knights, the Warriors. They, uh, yeah, they. I reckon that people would be happy to see the Warriors there. Uh, Rabbits and they, they're going to Dubbo at some stage, and they have uh, a strong connect. Well, they, they've decided to make a connection there, and they're going to play there for a few years, aren't they? And Dubbo's yep. never hosted an NRL game. That's incredible. Mm. Absolutely incredible. Uh, Mudgy Manly versus uh, sorry Manly Seagulls. We don't know who they're versing yet, but uh, that's who they're be playing. Mudgy. Yeah. Well, my kids say versing. Don't say that. They're not kids... singing to anyone out there, Woogie. My kids They're... say versing. I know, your kids say it. And, I, and I, you should be I've teaching learned them. from my children. Please don't. Um, geez, Manly, that's a good trip to Mudgee. Grab some wine while you're there. And uh, the Sharks, <laughs> Coffs Harbour. So places Beauty. like Port Macquarie have missed out, which is, you know, it's a heartland yeah. for rugby league, but you can't go everywhere. That's right. This is great. And hopefully but there'll be there'll be more and more of that every every season. I reckon it'll be uh, yeah, at least, you know, six in, in following years. Apparently, the Dragons have no issue with Gareth Widdop. Now, I broke this. Well, we broke this story last night uh, that he could be going to the North Queensland Cowboys. Mm. Now, the Dragons apparently have the first right of refusal badge. Yeah, when he left at the end of last year, or 2019, they, um, I think he was released from his contract that had a bit to go on it. So they said, if if you decide to come back, we have first right. But yeah, what I've read is that they'll, they've said, no, you can go wherever you like, talk to other clubs. They must have filled up their salary cap, mm. decided that he's not with them. I, gee, I'd, I think Dragons fans would love to have him back. I, I want to, you know, if you're a Dragons fan, what do you think? You'd love to have Gareth Woodard back there, and he's a he's a real goer. That, and 2019, he didn't he missed a lot of footy with injury, and I think that that really hurt them as well. So yeah. let us know, Dragons fans. One three hundred forty two fifteen thirty three. Would you like to see Gareth Woodard back at your team? Or 0477-736-736. The future of Penrith playmaker Matt Burton has officially been settled with the Bulldogs confirming the signature of the rising star on a three-year deal now starting in 2022. That's right. Could he end up there next year? Of course year? he could. Yeah. And this often happens, um, and we spoke about it, but Jake, Jake Clifford, similar thing going to Newcastle 2022, but still could end up there just depending on how the, the club feels about whether they want to uh, you know, keep him in there on their roster for, as a as a potential backup for the Panthers next year, or he could they could see him playing a lot of footy. But they've got to always have in the back of their mind he's going to be gone as of twenty twenty two. It's about like Joseph Suwali. Yeah, with the they, they've apparently done a deal now the the Roosters and Rabbitohs where he he'd signed for the Roosters as of twenty twenty two, and now the Rabbitohs have have allowed him to go or allowing him Good to go riddance. immediately. Um, and have got some compensation for it. But but really, what was the point? He didn't turn 18 until middle of next year, so he couldn't play much first grade, if any, and then they were just going to be handing him on to the Roosters. Yeah. So I understand why they'd let him go. Um, just going back to Matt Burton going to the Bulldogs, how many other players do you think from the Panthers Trent Barrett's got his eyes his eye on to get over to the Bulldogs, mate? And oh, is it, look, it, no, is it, it the it, right thing to do? Oh, look... I don't know morally, probably, probably not. But if you know players and you know their work ethic and you know the style of player they are, and you, you, you're going to tend to 
gravitate towards them, especially at a club that's got such great depth like the Panthers. Now, I, I know he wouldn't want to be seen as doing the wrong thing by Penrith, but in in one way, Matt Burton, is is that a kid who, if he doesn't didn't go to the Bulldogs, could be you know getting half a dozen games a year for the next three or four years just simply because they've got such great depth mm-hmm. in their halves and... You know, he's a, he's, a, he's a playmaker. He could play in the centres, I think, if he had to, but he could play lock, 5-8, and yeah, they're pretty flush there. Have you still got that list of players that the Bulldogs have have put together? Like, the, no. they're, they're going to be good in the next couple of years, Badge. They've got quite a few good young players going there. They have. I'm trying to find it now. That yeah. they've, All right, I'll let you do that. They've bought pretty well. Just talk slowly for All me. All right, I will. I will, mate. Hey, we've got another text that's come through too about songs you'd use to torture people with on 0477 736 736. Well, not just songs, groups and bands. Um, here's one, Nickelback. Oh, no. Horrendous. Yeah, yeah right, aren't they? Well, it's just not my cup of tea. But, yeah. Who's, no, put your name on that. We'd love to. Uh, yeah, we need your name. To someone. Name and where you're from. It's uh, a bit of fun. Actually, on the line, 1300 42 15 33, uh, we have got uh, Andrew from Benella Points on the phone. G'day, Andrew. How are hey, you, guys. mate? How are you, guys? Good, thank you. Good, mate. What can we do I'm for probably, you? Um, I'm probably a little bit late in some of the calls and listen to it, but um, I just wanted to say I think the Titans have done really well with. Obviously, a coaching staff with Jimmy Dimmick in there, but for me, the outstanding signing that they done this year was Jamal Fogarty. Like that, you know, he's not the quickest halfback. He's, but I, I just keep watching them, thinking his will to win and his competitiveness at every play seems to lift everybody in that side around him. It, for me, he was he was just outstanding. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He'd, he'd actually had a go, a, a crack with the the Titans a couple of years earlier and he'd been playing in the Queensland Cup for Burley and a very, very good player at that level. But I yeah, he was he was great. It's great to see a mature age player that uh, that gets a crack and, and, and does so well. And off the back of that forward pack that they they put together for next season could be even better. And he was also the leader of the team as well. You're right, he's not the fastest. He got run down by Papali. He'll never, he'll, he'll, <laughs> he'll never, never live that, that one down, Adrian. Thanks for your call, mate. One three hundred forty-two fifteen thirty-three. Uh, give us your talk about anything you like, uh, or oh four double seven seven three six seven three six. That is our text number. Justin Langer uh, was on radio today. Badge moving away from rugby league. Mm-hmm. He was asked by Jared Waitley uh, his thoughts on the whole Pukowski versus Burns selection battle. Is there a point where the debate <laughs> risks becoming disruptive for the two players? Oh, not really. I mean, it's all it's all part of the the um, drama and the circus, if you like, or the theatre of building up to Test cricket, isn't it? It won't become de- um, divisive, or it won't become. Well, hopefully, it won't become a distraction to the players because we're talking to them all the time. They're really clear where they stand, um, and they've got opportunities. I mean, there's an Australia A game. Um, both Joe and Will are both playing the Australia A game um, next week. Uh, there's a second Australia A game, so you know one of them or both of them will get another opportunity to play against India. We'll make that decision close to the date. And by the time the test comes around, my experience is it will be pretty clear who's going to open the batting. So um, yeah, it's nice. It's nice to have those discussions. Uh, what is obvious though is that we have you know huge. Um, admiration and faith in Will Pekoski. We picked him as a 19-year-old, as you know. We picked him as a 20-year-old, as you know. Now he's 21, and it's all been part of his journey, and let's just see where he goes. He's a, he's a fantastic player, 
He's doing everything humanly possible. He's banging that hard, which is what we want from all our players in Australian cricket. He's banging that hard to get an opportunity, and that's what we're looking for. And um, the guys in the team, they can't get complacent for a second because um, you know there's good players out there, and that's been the foundation for the success of Australian cricket for a very long time. So it's, I'm, as a coach... I'm actually the. I'm not stressed about it. I'm actually pumped about it because yeah. I know how much competition. Competition's healthy. Right, yeah, that's our sports update. Look for the green and gold Aussie made logo to be sure it's authentically Australian made. Now, Badge, before we go to the break, our Wednesday wine. Mm. Everyday Aussies, check out catch.com.au. What are you whinging about today? Oh, well, there's people. People are actually whinging, having complaining about uh, having to pay a dollar an hour to use the beach. What do you mean? Well, that's what they're saying. The Lifesavers, they haven't been able to do any fundraising. And they're, as a fundraising campaign, you can voluntarily pay a dollar. If you go to the beach and you want to get between the flags and have the Lifesavers there, they need money to, to, get, to get by. So when your hour's up, you've got to go back and give them another no, dollar. You, you, it, look, it's a bit of an honesty. I don't even Why know don't how to look. shake the tin? All I'm saying is, because they can't because of COVID. So all I'm saying is, give to the, the lifeguards. They're all volunteers. The oh, lifesavers. Yeah, that's true. So that's true. you know, it's it's a, an amazing, amazing setup we've got all the way around Australia yep. of all these volunteers. Don't be a tight ass. Poor buggers have to see me topless on the beach too. Carl <laughs> Stefanovic, oh, this is my whinge, apologising to Anastasia Palaszczuk after his wife drunk dialed the Queensland Premier from his phone. <laughs> really? How good's that? What are you com- What are you apologising <laughs> no, for? Yeah, you right. know, you know why she rang her late at night what? to open up the border. Oh, tell her. I, I think she's a hero. How many wines in was she? <laughs> oh, don't know. You had a few. Maybe I've got those wines mixed up. That's Wednesday wine for anything <laughs> Christmas and everything else. Everyday Aussies, check out catch.com.au. Let's get to a break. This is Sports Day for Kia. The all-new Kia Sorento has landed. Lots of news around the Australian Open. When is it going to happen in January or is it February? Sports Day's Brett Phillips joins us next on Sports Day. You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. We're back. This is Sports Day for Kia. The all-new Kia Sorento has landed and red energy for 100% Australian electricity and gas. Welcome back to Sports Day. Uh, Gary Belcher and Jason Matthews. Uh, Sats are uh, still on holidays. Uh, time now to get an update badge on the Australian Open. When's it happening? We know it's happening in 2021. We know it's happening in the first quarter. Let's hope this man can put some light on it for us. The host of First Serve and Sports Day's tennis expert, Brett Phillips. Welcome to Sports Day, mate. Yeah, thank you, guys. Nice to chat. Now, before we chat to BP about you know the possible date, this is what mm-hmm. uh, uh, Victorian Premier uh, Daniel Andrews had to say today. So the notion that this is all a done deal and there's going to be all these tennis players turn up, no, that's not that is not settled, not settled at all. We've got to work through those things in a methodical way. Uh, it's a, it's an important event, absolutely, but avoiding a third wave is arguably even more important. But we'll keep working through those issues. I think I think we can have we can we, we can have the event go ahead, but it's going to have to look different. BP, when do you think this event may go ahead? Yeah, well, it's certainly my uh, my understanding that um, we're at least going to be delayed a week, possibly two weeks. But I think everyone is keen. And so when I say everyone, we're talking certainly the Australian Open itself. We're talking about Channel 9, uh, the broadcaster, and we're talking about the tours, the ATP and the WTA tours, 
wouldn't be keen to see this stretch outside of maybe one or two weeks uh, post uh, the, the original scheduled date of January 18. So the key sticking point, and um, I notice no one's gone publicly with this at this stage, but the key sticking point has been, can the players practice in quarantine? Mm. And it's my understanding... It's my understanding that an agreement has been reached on that, even though that hasn't been made public. So my understanding is is that the quarantine window would be January 7 to 21 for the players, entourages, everyone else to come into Melbourne, quarantine in that fortnight, pretty tight uh, quarantine bubble from hotel uh, to Melbourne Park, which would be a quarantine zone. Even the Australians wouldn't be allowed to practice while that's in a quarantine zone. And then... It's just a matter of whether uh, there's a few things to tick off here. Whether we're going to have an Australian Open uh, qualifying tournament, because that is 256 additional players and all their entourages. Now, everyone wants that to happen. Why? Because it uh, gives opportunities and earning um, capabilities for those players well ranked down the pecking order who just to make it into a Grand Slam win or lose first rank and pocket $60,000. You take that away, you take away what the US Open did last year, a chance to earn. But for the Andrews government, that means more people coming in. And that's where they're having a very cautious approach. And the other key point is, are we going to have a lead-in event? Um, the, the practice in quarantine was a non-negotiable for the tours. So I believe that's been ticked off. But they didn't put as a non-negotiable that they had to play a lead-up event. Because, in effect... The players, uh, a bit like when you know the AFL players resumed in their quarantine uh, bubbles, for example, they could uh, train and then get the season back underway. The players can play practice sets, they can play you know, match simulation to get themselves uh, physically prepared without actually having to play a lead-up tournament. So uh, there's a few things still to be ratified, but I believe they have been given the tick to at least be able to practice in quarantine. Otherwise, I'm telling you, the players wouldn't come. Uh, to sit yeah, right. in a hotel room for two weeks. And the public can turn around and say, well, suck it up, princess. And, you know, it's only two weeks in a hotel room. Um, every other Australian citizen's got to come back and do that. But for for athletes, to walk in cold uh, to a Grand Slam on the scheduled date of the 18th was going to be an impossibility. And, you know, tennis has proven since it's come back that they can make these bubbles really tight and effective and work. Brett. One question I need to ask you about all that, and I think I just heard you say it. Did, can the Australian-based players travel to and from the Australian Open, or do they have to go into a bubble as well? Within the two weeks of the tournament, I haven't had exact clarification on that, but, I mean, you've got the vast majority who are interstate anyway who would normally be staying in um, some form of accommodation in Melbourne, but... My understanding is that, it, like the US Open, they're going to designate uh, some key hotels that uh, obviously can house the sort of numbers we're talking about, you know, upwards around, you know, if you combine everyone together, we're talking 1,500, 2,000 people, uh, mm. maybe even more coming in, players, entourages, officials, uh, the, the, you know, the staff. Uh, it's a big family, the international mm. tennis family. So... Um, yeah, that, I don't have absolute firm confirmation on that. And they're trying to work out all these bubbles and where it's all, how it's all going to logistically work. I think, you know, that's obviously delaying things and takes a bit of time to work through. And and of course, the transport side of it, as you as you, you touched on before. So, if this is going to happen, they've got to be able to be safely trans transported and 
um, you know, to the uh, yep. to the, the the government has to agree that what they've come, they come up with, but they have to be transported. Will, will they only practice at uh, at the uh, the tennis centre in in Melbourne, or will they perhaps go to other places? Not totally confirmed. That's what they're working through. But Melbourne Park is um, is a big site when you look at uh, the, the three courts uh, plus all the outside courts. You've got the National Tennis Centre next door. Uh, which obviously has a lot of courts as well. So it, it can get a lot of traffic through on a daily basis. Uh, there are some other facilities around Melbourne, but I haven't got any more detail I can really share on that. That's been worked through um, as to how they do all this. How, how do they manoeuvre um, the tennis family in a safe way? It's not going to affect the public. And look, like the US Open did it really well with Flushing Meadows, um, you know, to and from the hotels. It was, it was a pretty tight bubble. I think they had one... One positive COVID test. Now, you know that would probably scare the Victorian health officials here to just even have one, considering we're uh, we're down to zero here and we're mm. COVID-free uh, or COVID-normal at the moment. So that's why there's just so many complexities here, and uh, there's a lot of stakeholders at the table that um, need to be appeased, and it's just trying to find middle ground and agreements to get this thing underway. Uh, and I imagine there'd be some stuff they could learn from how the US Open was run considering, um, yeah, New York, just a, a bit of a basket case as far as the number of COVID cases, and yet they still, as you said, only had yeah. one case during the tournament. So there must be something to do with the way they, uh, some stuff they did running that tournament that they could learn from. Well, this is what Tennis Australia's been spending quite some time on, trying to convince the government. But look, you know, he, he's copped a lot of criticism, Dan Andrews, the Victorian government has copped a lot of criticism for the, the way they controlled the hotel quarantine situation first time around with all the private security guards. Now, there's an interim report that's been handed down, I think a final report in late December, and and, and, and clearly that has stated uh, that this has to be done uh, properly this time. That's and It's my understanding that this is where Victoria Police PSO officers um, basically would be forming a, a ring of steel, if you like, around the tennis family, that this mm. is absolutely rubber stamped and, and nothing can happen. Um, so they, they won't be repeating uh, that dose again of hiring in some outside security firm to look after it. This will be done properly in consultation with um, with the police and, and, you know, the police union. Given that the circumstances around the Australian Open uh, are different uh, for next year, is it possible, BP, that we could see some of the major lead-up tournaments played after the Australian Open? There is a possibility, absolutely. And this is why they're keen to have the Australian Open qualifying uh, tournament here because it brings more people, more players into the country to have uh, that tier down as well, the ATP Challenger events, um, which uh, they can sort of tack on after the Australian Open and extend those playing opportunities uh, here in Australia because um, you know that, that's, that's so important. I mean, players need to earn mm. some money at the start of the year and so everyone's trying to get a calendar organised uh, obviously, there's just the, the issue with tennis is there's hardly any gaps in the calendar. It's such a full book through the year. So anytime you shift a date, like we've seen this year, it affects other tournaments. So either go by the wayside or who this year have jumped into other slots uh, so that they can continue. So yeah, it's um, it's it's really really complex. But look, I'm absolutely confident the Australian Open is absolutely going to go ahead. Uh, it's and, and I think it'll, it'll be as, as close to that January 18 date as they can get it to uh, to, to not affect so many broadcasters, the tours, and um, and obviously you know the, the players.
And, and Channel 9 to broadcast uh, the, the Australian Open. Do they get any say in this or do they just have to sit back and wait and do what they're told? No, they're, they're at the negotiating table. I mean, look, they've paid a lot of money. I think it's up with, what, $300 million over five years to broadcast the tennis. Now, they, they don't want to really be out of that January 18 start because they they use that last two weeks of January to promote all their shows yeah. uh, that start in February, and that's where the revenue dollars are, uh, are coming in. So they don't want to be shifting out of that slot or, or minimal damage maybe a week uh, later but they can, that can satisfy them. But yeah, they're a big player here, as all are all the broadcasters who are crucial. Their, their, their dollars that they're pumping into the Australian Open uh, become even more important, uh, particularly if crowds aren't going to be at you know, full capacity. And it's a big thing for Tennis Australia as well. This, doesn't this tournament generate 98% of their revenue? It's a fair chunk, yeah. It's up, upward around about that 90-odd percent. Uh, absolutely, yeah. And, mm-hmm. you know, there, there's, an, there's another argument you can have as to where that money does get spent um, and how it's spent at uh, the grassroots uh, level and uh, back into, you know, fostering uh, tennis in this country. But, yeah, it's, it's, it's absolutely crucial. And they're going to they're gonna take a hit anyway with this biosecurity uh, bubble. They're, they're talking of spending $30, $40 million, yeah, well, um, you know, putting this in and yeah. they're not going to get maybe the full uh, crowd numbers so they're already going to be running at a bit of a deficit but yeah the uh, you know there's still that the tv dollars which is so important geez i wish they'd pump some of that money into my daughter's tennis lessons but she's still terrible oh, she know. should but bp my daughter 13 year old i mean she, she can't even hold the rack at the right end she's useless and I'm just handing over money every week for these tennis lessons. Anyway, that's a different that's a different interview for another day, B- BP. Bigger problem. Uh, mate, thanks for the update on the Australian Open. When do you reckon we'll find out, mate? Well, uh, I think by the end of the month. So that's that's Monday. They've got to have some clarity by then. I think we're getting uh, we're getting close. So I wouldn't think it'll stretch much more than that. All right, Brett Phillips uh, from First Serve and Sports Day's tennis expert. Thanks for joining us on Sports Day. Pleasure, guys. Have a good show. All right, let's get to a break. This is Sports Day. Thanks to Kia. The all-new Kia Sorento has landed. When we come back, Badge, we'll get into our hot topic on Sports Day. You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping Badge and Sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. We're back. This is Sports Day for Kia. The all-new Kia Sorento has landed. And Red Energy for 100% Australian electricity and gas. Now on Sports Day, it's time for our hot topic. For expert car air conditioning service you can rely on, visit repcoservice.com. Jason Matthews here. We tackle the big issues with our hot topic. Opened up a can of worms here by bagging Paul Kelly. Mate, he deserves not Paul Kelly, the former Swans champion. Paul Kelly, the singer, is the most. If if you were setting up, don't don't even go there, mate. I can't I can't let you finish that conversation because he's so well loved by Australians. This is incredible for, singer-songwriter. We just thought we'd help out the producers of SAS Australia. Oh, they were, were playing. <laughs> they were playing what some were doing? really screechy music and kids crying and stuff. It was part of a little torture test at the end of the show last night. Yeah. Um, and uh, we are going to, um, yeah, we're going to try to catch up with Sabrina Frederick. But um, it's, yeah, it was. And then you said, well, why don't you just play Paul Kelly? And I'm like, no, I I, I, it. no, no, no. I said, why not Bet Midler? Not Bet Midler, yeah. Then Paul Kelly. Thanks, we got the some Whitlams. good ones here. Uh, one <laughs> Give us a call. Which artist would you play to torture the opposition? Or 0477 736 736. Shoot us a text.
Uh, yeah, and we have um, who else is my mum Sharon hates Willie Nelson. Oh. Said he sounds like bagpipes gone wrong. Yeah, I agree. And uh, Ricky Lee would use anything tones. Oh yeah, okay. And tones and I. Can nice. I can I just say there's a there's a because you mentioned Bob Dylan before, mm. right? There's a bit of a connection between Bob Dylan and Willie Nelson in some of their activities, some of their hobbies that they get up to. What to relax? What? Oh, seriously. you know what I mean. You know what I mean. Yeah. yeah. That's why they sound terrible. They're smoking half, the they're green half, stuff. They're, they're, oh, come on, they're half asleep. We've had a couple here uh, who've said Nickelback. Horrendous. How's this horrendous? Have a listen to this. I love Nickelback. <laughs> you would. You would. And not Paul Kelly. You are so different. Hi, <laughs> Badger and Woogie. I get sick of hearing Kylie Minogue early songs like I Should Be So Lucky and this. Does that mean Sporty Gab? That's from Sporty Gab. Does that mean he likes hearing Kylie's latest stuff? It might. Does she still make records? I think so. Yeah, yeah, I I actually I saw something the other day that in in the British charts she's like the four decades in a row or something she's had a hit. Fair income. Might even be six decades. How old's Kylie? Fifty, fifty, fifty-one, fifty-two, something about. It wouldn't be six then. No, I don't think so. one 300 Which artist would you use to torture someone? We're trying to help the producers of SAS Australia for next season, 2021. What about that show? That is outstanding for me. Uh, the most authentic reality TV show I've ever no. seen. I've seen a few good ones. I like The Block. And Maps. there's a few others. Maps was all right early on. But then you, get, you, just, you can see it coming. They That's just the set best. people up for a fall there. Um, but yeah, congrats to um, to to Nick Cummins and Merrick Watson, Sabrina Frederick, uh, who got through. James Magnuson actually got right through too, and they said, "No, but we don't want you on the team." Um, but it was, yeah, I thought it was outstanding, outstanding. You didn't you didn't catch much of it, well, I, you, did you? Mate, I I got You're out. Too busy after, listening to Nickelback. I, I nicked off when Chappelle did. I got out when she did. I, I was yeah. watching for her. She what's was her name? good. What's her name? Roxy. It was Jacenko. actually it, oh it wasn't her. God. No, I've seen Roxy Jacenko about five years ago on some show. That wasn't her. Yeah, all right. She looks okay. completely different. Allegedly. What's 04, going on? If you want to shoot us a text about anything, oh four double seven. She had a bit of work done. Seven three six seven three six. That's been our hot topic. Uh, thank you for for a head uh, transplant. What What do you mean? Were they her lips? Is that, that what you're, everything? Is that what you're it was completely different. That was our hot topic. New nose, Repco, cheeks, eyes, and service. lips. You'll be blown away with the car air conditioning service at Repco Authorized Service. Book at repcoservice.com. That was Gary Belcher, by the and way. And don't let me start on the bottom half. This is Sports Day for Kia. The all new Kia Sorento has landed when we come back a Racing Queensland update. And the best segment on radio you'll hear win win on Sports Day. <laughs> You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping Badge and Sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. We're back. This is Sports Day for Kia. The all-new Kia Sorento has landed. And red energy for 100% Australian electricity and gas. Now on Sports Day. Time for a Racing Queensland update. Queensland is racing. Visit racingqueensland.com.au. Yeah, time to check out what's going on this Saturday in racing around Queensland. Chris Nelson, g'day, mates. How are you, Joe? Yeah, pretty good. Can't complain. Radio. what's happening this Saturday as the summer carnival rolls on? 
Well, Saturday we're racing at Doomben. The fields have, uh, of course, come out this morning. We have nine races, and we kick it off at uh, 12.23. I would say the highlight would be the Recognition Stakes, which is race number eight, over 13.50 metres, where we'll get to see the Herovian, who's now trained by uh, Toby and Trent Edmonds on the Gold Coast, go for win number 10. So he's trying to break double figures, the Herovian. No, wouldn't that be great if he does that? But you're going against him. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I'm shooting Bambi here, but I'm going to tip Red Chase to beat him. Well, I have tipped Red Chase to beat him. I think Red Chase is uh, in really good form this prep. A bit more improvement to come. and gets a lovely run from the gate. So I'm um, taking on the Herovian. I'll probably have egg on my face, but this can't keep winning forever. Well, they tried no, telling that to Black Caviar and Winks. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Although that's a fair comparison. Rightio, for the latest Queensland racing news meetings and form, visit racingqueensland.com.au. Get racing. Uh, gamble responsibly. 1-800-858-858. Should be a great day's racing Saturday. Thanks, Chris. Pleasure. Thanks, Joe. Now on Sports Day, it's time for Betfair's win-win. It's like having badge and sats. It's a win-win for us. Oh, if you say so. Welcome back to Sports Day. Hey, before we get into our win-win segment, Badge, uh, the WBBL first semi-final is about to kick off uh, very shortly. In fact, what about ten minutes time? Fifteen minutes time. Melbourne Stars hosting. Who are they hosting? Yeah, someone. Uh, the Melbourne Stars are hosting the Perth Scorchers. Yes, and the Heat play tomorrow night against the Sydney Thunder. Both of those games. Yes, both those games are at North Sydney Oval. So, uh, great cricket ground. Yes, and been Beautiful. some some outstanding cricket. Did you ever in... play footy there? Yes, plenty of times. Nice, nice place to play. Well, was it rock hard in the centre? Um, I really liked it until my last, my second last game. I hurt my knee and missed a few games, and then my last game at two seasons later, I did my knee badly, and Ooh. so I hated it. And Bradley Clyde got taken. Yeah, it was pretty well rock hard. We liked the Raiders like it was a fast ground, but those big wide open spaces not yep. kind of great for uh, footy. Okay, but beautiful, beautiful setting. Oh, beautiful setting. Uh, listen, our win-win segment is about where we throw up a couple of scenarios. It's meant to be a win for two parties. So, mm. uh, Gary, you give a good example, could you? Hopefully Scott Sattler is listening because <laughs> he just doesn't understand this at all. Uh, Steve Smith. Yes. Steve Smith has found his hands. That's good. That's a win. That's a win for Steve Smith. Didn't know he'd lost them. And, and yeah, I thought he might have meant his gloves. Uh, and, and, and for our chances, it's a win as well. The Aussies' chances in the upcoming series. He, um, he just saying that he's just had he's a bit of a battle. He didn't score a lot in the IPL. In fact, I think in about seven or eight seasons over there, he's uh, he scored his least amount of runs. But he just says he's tweaked it a bit, somehow, some bit of coaching or whatever. In just got him back into position. Or he did it while he was over in Up Dubai. the hallway. In the hallway in quarantine. <laughs> but you know when you you know what he means, Woogie, when you're playing golf and someone yep. goes, Mate, just, just move your, your hand over a little yep. bit. You, you, you won't spray him 75 metres to the right. <laughs> You'll only spray him 40. You'll only go across one fairway. Uh, mine is it's a win-win for Aussie cricket and also Burns. I just did that. And Pekoski. You know, how They're you not in at, yet. Well, no, but the thing is, if Burns fails, it's a win-win for Australian not a, cricket. It's not a win for Joe you've Burns. You've got Pekofsky standing by. I, the, we've got an embarrassment so you of hope, riches. you hope Burns no, fails, then it'll be but a win-win. It's a win-win because we have an embarrassment of riches in the batting department Joe, this year. Joe, I want cricket. you to be a great success. He'll start, mate. He will. I convinced you that last night. You had him out of the side late, late last week. No, I didn't. I didn't. Um... There you have it. That's our win-win. Sharpen your edge this spring with <laughs> the text. The who, online betting Who is this nufty bagging his 13-year-old daughter on live radio, then bagging Paul Kelly? 
and dribbling about Willie Nelson and Bob Dylan. This is Sports Day That's for you, Kia. <laughs> I know it's me. You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi-finals. all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.